Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Again, hockey fans, are you ready to brave the wild with me, your buddy Paladino Joey, that is Joey Awajan, host of Brave the Wild. Today, episode number 23 of Brave the Wild. Today is Thursday, September the 24th, 2009, and uh, I thank each and every one of you for downloading and listening to this improving podcast. Very happy with how people continue to listen to this show, and I want you to Tell your friends out there about this show. Hop on board. Some of you out there that might be joining from the Minnesota Wild Pond cast, welcome on board. I do appreciate you very, very much. Well, we're just going to continue a little more on trading camp today. In episode number 23, a few of the cuts, seven players were cut overall, or at least officially six, one sent to junior. We'll get into that, and of course a couple of the preseason games as well. Not the biggest show ever, but we're going to go into detail a little bit, have a little conversation about this Minnesota Wild team. Um, but on the sportstuff.com, the sportstuff.com and iTunes, Brave the Wild is available for download. And again, thank you for downloading the show. And on the sportstuff.com, there is a message boards in the upper right corner, or the upper right hand corner. Of the front page of the website, there's a button that says TSS Sports. Click on that. Become a member of the SportsStuff.com message boards. That's how you can vote on polls, interact with me and other podcasters. Would love to have you on board. Do mention Paladino Live is your referral. When there's a referral box, type in Paladino, P-A-L-A-D-I-N-O, space, live. Not a, not a, not any line or anything, just a space, so it's two separate words. Do type that in. I don't make money. It's more or less just to mention I referred you to the website because I care so deeply about the website. Also, do check out minnesota.nhlfansite.com, minnesota.nhlfansite.com. Nice enough to put a link to Brave the Wild on their website. And uh, I appreciate that very much as well. Very cool website. Do check it out. All right. Well, with no further ado, I'll take our quick break, and we'll be back after this. Here on the SportsStuff.com, join the family with Purple Mafia. With Brett Favre now in the mix with Adrian Peterson, the best running back there is, 
along with the new Purple People Eaters, the Viking ship is on course for something great. We're available on thesportstuff.com and on iTunes. We'll bring you the most honest and passionate Viking show there is. And we are back here on Brave the Wild, episode number 23, a reminder for iPod and Microsoft Zune and MP3 player users. <laughs> Great to have you on board, as mentioned. All right, well, first and foremost, the Minnesota Wild on September the 22nd, a few days back, um, the Wild made a few cuts. These included Tyler Kuma being sent to junior. They also, and then they reassigned Kobe. <laughs> Kodobin, Dublowitz, Falk, Peter Kalis, yes, Peter Kalis, to Salvatore Milroy and, and Milroy to Houston. So yes, Peter Kalis is going back to Houston again. Tyler Kuma, who actually showed up pretty decent, not, apparently not ready for NHL hockey, and they have sent him back to junior. So always an interesting case when they do that because a lot of people are afraid that juniors won't let players develop very good because the competition isn't so great. But, uh, well, that was the decision. Two years in, Kuma, or one year in, anyway, Kuma is back to junior. Wade Dublowitz, so apparently we are going to hang on to Josh Harding for the time being, who had inked, who was inked to a one-year deal as the backup goalie, Josh Harding. So Dublowitz will be the main goalie in Houston, at least at this point in time. But Peter Kalis is the big story here, as... He looked pretty good at times, and he also looked out of control at times. That was kind of the uh, the whole thing. He looked good and out of control at the same time, basically. So Peter Kalis, who quit on the team last year when sent down to Houston because of frustration, second year in a row for him at the time, being sent down to Houston. As mentioned, Kalis was part of that Manny Fernandez trade to Boston. Kalis, very productive in a short, short stretch of hockey with, with Boston the previous year. Um, yeah, not working out with the Minnesota Wild at this point in time. Very unfortunate. We'll see if Peter Kalis can mature and become an NHL caliber player while with Houston. As it, it, it happens once in a while where somebody will mature and they'll make that next step. We're hoping right now that Benoit Puglia is doing just that. Unfortunately, Puglia is injured, though. So that's another note right there. He's out a week. That's unfortunate. As... <laughs> The frustration continues with him overall, but I mean, he's he's had an okay start to the uh, the preseason at the very least. And one other injury note: another guy who tends to get injured quite a bit. Derek Bugard is out anywhere from a week to a month to even more than who knows with a concussion. So there's a little more frustration there with Derek Bugard and his health regarding the Minnesota Wild stud enforcer Derek Bugard. We will definitely miss him again. That's unfortunate right there. A uh, few players also missing. Mike Koivu missing a couple preseason games due to back injuries, or due, due to his back, and uh, we'll just see how things go there. Also, Danny Ehrman. Danny Ehrman, a guy who I've mentioned numerous times when I get into the whole prospect, Minnesota Wild prospect thing, and him not really seeming to uh, get through the, <laughs> break through the ice, you know, pun intended, per se. But you notice how after a few cuts that uh, Danny Ehrman is still on the Minnesota Wild roster. Of course, 
you're looking at nine more cuts to go. So, uh, well, don't hold your breath just yet. Nine more cuts as the Wild need to get down to 23 players before they are NHL ready. That is within a very short time here, but it's about a week, two weeks or so to go for that. Minnesota Wild definitely need to get that taken care of about, about a week. Yeah, that's about what it is at this point. The 22-year-old from Fargo, North Dakota, is looking to finally reach the NHL. We'll, we'll see. He would be the very first player from Fargo, North Dakota, to make it. Um, <laughs> Ehrman's response is, you always hope for the best. You want to get up there right away. And then how three years down the road, Danny Ehrman's yet to play a single game in the NHL, but it's beginning to look more and more like he might crack the wild roster. He has made it through two cuts during camp and has impressed coach Todd Richards. I really don't know anything about Danny Ehrman when I got here, Richards said early in camp. Watching him skate, he has some skill. He handles the puck well. He moves well enough out on the ice. I don't think his speed is any issue. So things getting very, very interesting here. Uh, Danny Ehrman, really, you know, it just seemed like he he never could get anywhere with Lemaire anyway. And, you know, in the Lemaire system, maybe he'll work in the uh, Todd Richards system as uh yeah, he certainly looked good in that, you know, in a very similar system with the U of M, with the Golden Gophers. So maybe it, maybe it is the system after all. Certain players fit better in certain systems, basically. Uh, this is, yeah, it's getting very, very interesting. As we continue here, Richards wants to see him on the ice, and partly because forwards Pierre-Marc Bouchard, Mikko Koivu, Henry Brunette, yeah, Henry Brunette dinged up a little bit, and Derek Bugard out with injuries. Ehrman has played in all four exhibition games and is penciled in to play again. And Richard says he's earned it. So that's another major thing right there. Ehrman continues, every day I'm trying to get better and I think I'm succeeding at that. So there you go. There you go. Potentially change is good. <laughs> There's more talk from Ehrman right there, way down at the bottom, as he said and smiled wide. So yeah, change can be good. Change can be good indeed, especially for Danny Ehrman. Yeah, if he's smiling wide, per se, as they say here in the Pioneer Press, we do appreciate uh, Bruce Brothers of the Pioneer Press for this article. Yeah, I mean, Danny Ehrman is smiling wide, I bet, because this is a legit opportunity now with the new system. And, uh, yeah, he's definitely a guy I've watched for quite a while. I mean, I watched I watched him on the Golden Gophers for, for a long time, won a national title with them a few years back, so... It's just, it's a big deal to see Danny Ehrman a part of the things here. And, uh, yeah, it'd be great to see a finally a gopher player to be on the roster. Other than possibly uh, Nick Letty sooner or later. Nick Letty's going to be on the gophers. And we'd hope, we hope Nick Letty can crack the wild roster at some point in time down the line. Of course, it's probably going to be a while as he's just a freshman going into college. Is Nicholas Letty. <laughs> so, that's going to conclude the prospect part of things. I'm going to take another... Quick break here, and we'll get into the few preseason games right after this. Here on thesportstuff.com, the new fast-breaking wolves are bursting on the scene with Timberwolves Explosion. Hear about this exciting new era with Al Jefferson, Kevin Love, Johnny Flynn, and new coach Kurt Rambis. Check us out on thesportstuff.com and on iTunes, where we cover the wolves like nobody else. Show your true blue, download and listen to this explosion of Timberwolves basketball.
And we are back here on Brave the Wild, episode number 23, which is a reminder for iPod users, Microsoft Zune users, and any other MP3 player. We thank you for downloading and listening to the show always. All right, well, I already talked about the uh, Minnesota Wild losing the preseason opener at St. Louis on the 15th of September, so now the Wild will have a home opener Friday, the 18th of September, against the Columbus Blue Jackets, and... Things turn out pretty good in this case. Minnesota wins two to nothing here. As Nicholas Backstrom and Josh Harding team up for a shutout. Nicholas Backstrom facing ten shots, Harding facing seventeen. Got it like that. Minnesota losing in the faceoff category, though. Surprise, surprise after a nice win by Kyle Brodziak, the priest game. Minnesota loses twenty twenty one in that category. But it doesn't matter. The Wild went 2 to nothing. That's what matters more than anything. And Cal Clutterbuck, how about this? Cal Clutterbuck scoring twice in this, both goals in this game. First one was on the power play at the very end of the first period. Andy Miettinen and Brad Birds assisting on that one. And Cal Clutterbuck midway through the second period, so halfway through the game, getting goal number two. Kyle Brodziak and Eric Belanger with the assist. On that goal, this game was just a just a nice, solid game for the Minnesota Wild. Nice defense overall. Columbus outshot the Minnesota Wild. It's partially, you know, they had a frantic third period trying to get something done, but couldn't get past uh, Josh Harding. And um, just a nice, solid game for the Minnesota Wild. A nice welcome, welcome to this club. In particular, Kyle Brodziak is turning out a better player than I expected, to be honest with you, overall. And uh, Cal Clutterbuck, though, very aggressive. Colton Gillies was aggressive down the stretch. And, uh, yeah, I like what I'm seeing out of him, too. Peter Kalis, though, you look at these numbers, and it's just like, hmm. Only nine and a half minutes, no shots on goal. Just You can just kind of feel, you just kind of can, things not going so great for him. As mentioned, he was not out of control at times. And that's definitely an issue. Clayton Stoner was actually... <laughs> cut. A Fuhrer was sent down to Houston on the previous cuts before. This was his last game, I believe, for the Wild. And looked pretty good. Got a lot of play and got a lot of time on ice. Looked pretty darn good, but unfortunately, not a part of things when it matters. He's, he's going back to Houston. So we'll have to continue to wait for poor Clayton Stoner. He's been in the minor leagues for quite, quite a while now in Houston. The Wild then play Chicago. At home, Sunday the 20th, and 3 to nothing. So, shutout number 2 for the Wild. This game was a beauty. Martin Havlett and Peter Sikora both <laughs> come play first ever games for the Minnesota Wild, and guess what happens, folks? Guess who scored the three goals? Martin Havlett and Peter Sikora. Yep, that's it. Martin Havlett and Peter Sikora. Right off the bat, only a, only a minute and a half into the game, Martin Havlett puts the puck between the pipes. And the Minnesota Wild crowd just roaring with excitement. Is there? There he is. There he is. Martin Havlett finally getting a chance to play in the preseason. Is you know they're just being careful. They don't want to overuse their stars. They want to play the younger guys pretty much in the preseason. But Havlett putting it in. Ben Wapulia and Kim Janssen assisting on that. Good to see Ben Wapulia factoring in things. There's always an issue there. Third period. Well, the. Uh, it was a very, fairly boring period, but I mean, the Wild did muster nine shots. They only got four in the first period. Nine shots in the second period, and then the third period, my goodness. Minnesota only shooting the puck on goal four times and scoring on two of those shots on goal. 50%, folks. That's nuts. That's nuts. 
Martin Havlet. <laughs> 13:31 into the third period, scoring on the power play. Cal Clutterbuck, who's just been huge here in the preseason, and him Janssen getting his second assist of the game. He was definitely a factor there. And then the other newcomer, Peter Sakora. Peter Sakora, who definitely is going to add depth to those first or second line here. Peter Sakora definitely looking good early on. The Wild, as, as I forgot to mention, did in Peter Sakora to on your deal. So no longer a training camp invitee. He's on the Wild. Scoring with about three minutes to go in the game. Owen Nolan and Brozak assisting on goal. And welcome to Minnesota, Martin Lett and Peter Sikora. So there are two of your top guns right there. Probably your two top goal scorers overall. Miko Koivu can be a factor there, but we'll see. And uh, the other good thing, though, is that uh, Danny Ehrman managed to get... Danny Ehrman played fairly aggressive. Two shots on goal. Sikora had four shots on goal in this game. Havlat 3. It's an overall exciting game for the Minnesota Wild. Most definitely. Most definitely. Uh, so we're just going to keep hoping for the best here for this club. Kudobin was also in the net in this game. That was the, goal, the, goal, the goalie that got sent down. His two goalies were sent down. Kudobin and Wade Dublowitz both sent to Houston. Those two are going to compete for a starting job apparently. <laughs> I actually might go to Kudobin, actually, at this point in time, because I haven't seen Dublowitz really play here in preseason, unfortunately, at least on the games. He stopped all seven shots that his way. Nicholas Baxter stopping 11. The face-off category, well, the Wild fare considerably better in this particular game, but Chicago wins 27-25. to Minnesota 1-for-5 on the power play. Chicago 0-for-4, but the Wild looking fairly efficient as they score a power play goal in back-to-back games here. That is a good sign going into the regular season. You know, we're getting closer and closer to it. But unfortunately, back-to-back games, the Wild go to Columbus and get drilled 5-1. to one. This is the final preseason game for this particular show. 5-1, to one, folks. 5-1. to one. Yuck. <laughs> As it was pretty much Columbus, Columbus, Columbus here. Rafi Torres, Grant... Klitsum, that's a new one to me. I'm, I guess I'm sorry. Anton Vermede, Vermede. In the same period, getting a 3 to nothing. Rick Nash. Christian Husselius and Derek Brassard getting on that. Brassard. Those are guys I've definitely heard of. Brassard was the player of the game with a goal and two assists, by the way. The young center for the Columbus Blue Jackets. Christian Husselius, man. The Wild have gone after him about three years in a row and have come up short every single time. Very unfortunate. And uh, Columbus, Columbus's Broussard getting a goal on the power play, assisted by Sinasalis and Rick Nash. That's looking like a nice line over there in Columbus. Whew, as that's what made it 5 nothing. Kyle Brozniak then gets the wild one lousy goal, unassisted, midway through the third period. So that was not really a fun game for the wild. And not a good showing for Josh Harding. Not a good showing for Josh Harding at all. Five goals allowed by Josh Harding. He did the whole game. Faced 35 shots and, of course, stopped 30. Not good. Not good. Here, Kalis out of control again. 11 penalty minutes. Couldn't seem to keep his cool in this particular night. Um, not really many wild players could keep their cool on this night. Gave up six power plays. Um, yeah, six penalties, excuse me. And Columbus converted on one of those, so they were one for six. Minnesota could not convert on the power play on this night. They were 0 for 4. The face-offs, well... Yeah, it's getting closer. It's getting closer. A lot better than it was last year, as I keep saying. 
29-1 Minnesota, 31 by Columbus. So Columbus wins in that category. The shots on goal, absolutely disgusting. 35-17 to in favor of Columbus. They were definitely the fresher team on this particular night. The Wild coming off a nice little win the previous night. Back-to-back games here. Columbus just hands it to the Wild big time. So that's pretty much your conclusion for the preseason when it comes to games played, per se. And unfortunately tonight, the Minnesota Wild, as they are playing against the uh, the St. Louis Blues here in the XL Energy Center, but are getting drubbed. It's already 3 to nothing here in the first period. That's that's exciting stuff. Um, the Wild look okay here in the preseason. I mean, it's certainly a more exciting, more open style of hockey, and people are very excited with what they're seeing. But, you know, you can tell this team is not really ready to make a run for the Stanley Cup. Not not, not just yet, you know. <laughs> like Maybe later in the year things will gel and they'll play better. But right now they look... Uh, they look like a team that's going to win some and lose some basically most of the year. You're looking at a possibly a 500 type of team. Uh, as mentioned last show, Todd Richards expects believes Minnesota Wild fans should expect this team to go to the playoffs. So he wants high expectations for this team. That's good to hear out of a first-year coach. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Right right now, I, th- I don't know. I guess to me, I'm going to say it's a wait and see. I'm definitely going to say it's a wait and see. Uh, Peter Sikora could be that really nice addition. But he has aged, and he did drop off a bit last year. So we're just going to have to wait and see. Havlat looks pretty good early on, but eh, scoring-wise, he's he's no Gabrick, and there's nothing you can do about that. So I'm going to conclude the show at this point in time. There'll be more news as things come, hopefully a little more to talk about, per se, other than only preseason games and a few cuts. But... uh, you know, that's that's how it goes. We're going to get more and more into it as, as we go. So, uh, we'll be back with you here in a pro- hopefully less than a week. So, until then, take care and uh, go wild. <laughs>